on, they about to blast on us. The black nerds, blitz are rush. Y'all turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. All the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to Martin. And I'm Stevie. And welcome to episode 233 of Blurds R Us. Take two, because I screwed up at the beginning of take one. But we are here <laughs> and everything should be working properly now. Um, so, welcome to this episode. We have a wonderful guest from overseas. We are finally joined by a member of Nerds the Podcast, formerly known as Nerd Porn. Welcome to the podcast, Wasteland Batman. Hey, what's up, everybody? Yes, what's up? Coming through nicely. Um, Wasteland, Excellent. Uh, is not what? Well, Remind me man. not to to Google nerd porn. <laughs> right, that's why the name got changed to nerds because there was that issue. <laughs> that's so good. I, I prefer the name nerd porn. Not gonna lie. Was, right, uh, a fantastic name. Very. I unique. really shouldn't um, ask Alexa to, to yeah, nah, play like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if they still have the old episodes up on that um, channel. To be honest, they might be still. No, there. we uh, we talked about that on the previous episode. They still are in the podcast server, but they're not like uh, available to listen to anymore. Okay, that sucks. So yeah. they're still around. Hmm. Like, there's access if they were to start it back up. Or turn it back on that that you know name it would probably pop back up, but no, that sucks. So yeah, some very fun episodes on there. But again, now there are free once again on Nerds the podcast. So I'll be looking forward to listening to you guys. Um, you you know add an element of the Xbox gaming side to things since obviously Jesse and Aaron are, are Sony ponies. <laughs> so you know, hundred percent, th- there will be some interesting arguments in the future going back and forth. Um, but yeah, so obviously like I, you know, you're a member of the leftover army, but I don't think I properly interacted with you until I was bored one day and I was looking for people that were streaming on Twitch and I don't know how I found you. I don't know if you dropped a post about you were streaming. Um, but I jumped on, uh, fun, entertaining streams and I've been watching you, uh, stream, you know, Apex, Dark Souls, a variety of free games when I'm up late at night and it's like, I don't know, four o'clock in the afternoon for you and you're just banging out your games. Um, very entertaining. So obviously, definitely at the end, I'll get you to plug everything that you do and get people to check you out. But, all right. So, um, you know, let's, let's start with this year. So you are, oh, you're in the States. So I, I guess for you, this is quite normal, but you follow American football, you follow NFL. Um, today, yes, sir. like literally like five minutes ago, Brady retired. What, what was your reaction? Yeah, I just saw that. I'm, uh, I'm, ha- I think, I think it's a good move. Mm-hmm. I mean, I he's, <laughs> I was like, yeah, riddance. 
<laughs> I yeah, I'm not a I'm not really a Brady fan at all. So <laughs> I just was kind of tra- I was kind of feeling the waters out here before I was like, you know, I was like, oh yeah, you know, it's all good. But well, really, I'm like, hell yeah, get rid of that dude. Yeah, I'm, sick of watching I'm, I'm not saying get rid of him like I don't <laughs> like him. I just feel like he's won so much. Like like let someone else have a chance. Like he's so good. Like even that was he like 43. He's just absolutely beasting it. Like if he really wanted, yeah. to, he could play another year. Yeah, I, I mean, I got my opinions on him, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so you are actually a, a Vikings fan. How how did that happen? Uh, I was born in Minnesota. I'm nice. Grew up there, yeah, and um, lived up there basically 16 years, and then uh, my parents moved us down to Kentucky, and now I live just outside of Cincinnati. So. I just uh, kind of stuck with the Minnesota thing. It's the team I cheered for um, mm. and um, never stopped, even though uh, they definitely are like other teams and make you not want to cheer for them anymore. <laughs> yeah, like Seahawks down here. <laughs> yeah, you know, Cowboys over here. So we've, we've, all, we've all felt the struggles of our team just sucking when they need to be good. Well, the rough part right now is that I'm in Cincinnati and the Bengals are going to the AFC Championship. Mm, not so I got to hear that shit. Yep. Mm. Enjoy. <laughs> hey, my wife's a fan of them, so I I, I cheer for... I, I'm As long as they're not playing the Vikings, I will cheer my friends... Uh, teams. Uh, not the team. I cheer for them and their happiness for their yeah. team. Cause I like I can't cheer for the Green Bay Packers, and I have a friend that's a Packers fan. Like I just can't do it. I don't. Yeah. I never want that. No, that's fair. <laughs> that is fair. So, like, what what other things in terms of pop culture are you into? Uh, outside of pop culture, or no, no, in pop culture. So, like, oh, in it? No, jeez. Uh, yeah. I mean, basically, what you talk about here. I mean, love watching movies. Um. Love watching series that have more than I mean I'm I watch a lot of cooking show things because that's something me and the wife can watch together mm-hmm. really easily. Um, okay. But I'm definitely into um, more of like the fantasy style stuff and comic book stuff and just you know something that's got a little more fun stuff to it like that. Um, big into video games, um, like you said, I stream them and I play them a lot uh was into comics quite a bit and kind of dropped off with covid and my pull list becoming overwhelming um (laughs) i had to uh, (laughs) stop that (laughs) and uh yeah that was yeah that was interesting but uh big batman fan uh sitting in a room full of batman collectible Mm -hmm. stuff so yeah um like that. that's about it nice oh for sure i know <laughs> all right so we're gonna we're gonna like do like a quick fire round where we're just gonna say things at you and you, gi- you give us like the first one that pops to your head the first one's a bit of a stupid one because of it's you but i'm gonna say it anyway batman or superman <laughs> you should have said Superman. That would have really. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> Those words can't come out of my mouth. <laughs> Marvel or DC? DC. Street Fighter, Tekken, or Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat. Oh, how come Mortal Kombat? And who was your favorite character? 
so Mortal Kombat, just because that's the game I was familiar with growing up that I played. I never got into Street Fighter much. Uh, I guess I like the darker and more gory aspect of Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. which is what pulled me in a little more. Um, just that's my personality, I guess. <laughs> Unfortunately. <Finish him>. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> favorite character oh shit yeah, who man. you like play them play as the most like who was your main oh boy i mean i think i played as i, I probably played as sub-zero the most mm. like oh in the og era um mm. i did mess with like smoke and noob sabat a lot later on but just because they had easy move sets and stuff Okay. Okay. Uh, the next one's another dumb question for you. It was: Is normally Batman or Iron Man? Ooh, I'm still Batman, but Iron Man is like one of my favorite. Is probably my favorite, like Marvel side. So, okay. Are you familiar with Dragon Ball Z? Uh, no, I've been wanting to watch. I'm familiar with it, yes, but I want to watch it. Okay, I haven't I, watched. I, I will skip the, skip the next two questions then. Subs or dubs? Oh, you're gonna hate me, but I'm a dub. Yeah. Pick him off the podcast. Pick him off. I can't help it. I'm sorry. I don't like to read, and I just yeah. No, that's fine. Uh, Wolverine or Deadpool? Uh ooh, uh, Wolverine, the best Batman. Um, what are we talking? Uh, <laughs> Movies, comics, uh, up, up to you, really. Which which you think is the best Batman in all of it? Oh jeez, man, that's a thinker right there. Uh, so movies, Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Comics for me, uh, Dark Knight Returns era, and TV series, never going to be the kid from Gotham, so I'm going to go Adam West. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Wars. Cool. And your favorite Spider-Man? Ooh, boy. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Y'all may not like that. I did a re- just recently did a rewatch just like everybody else, right? Yep. yep. So it's even more fresh in your head. I I, I, I think it's Andrew Garfield. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's so good. And I just. You, you have an uh, ally in me. <laughs> wow. He's, he's, I'm sorry, man, coming. but he's just so much better. Did <laughs> Thank not, you. Did not it's see okay. that I'm coming. not alone anymore. Uh, okay, interested. I, I, you know, well, I would agree too. I, I watched good, it good, good. for the very first time, and I will give him some credit in terms of it was more the storyline and what he was given to work with that made me dislike him as Spider Man. I guess for the most part, he wasn't as awful as everyone made him out to be. You know, everyone said those movies were atrocious, but I didn't enjoy them, but. Again, I can see where those that were fans of him would come from, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, <clears throat> Toby kind of has the campy uh, Spider-Man feel to it. Not as much heart in his movies 
um, as the other two at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we first saw him, I think it was there. But now that I've seen like the other two, I'm like, well, these guys like have a lot of heart in it. Most and with Tom, it's just basically this last movie that he really showed that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and Tom's, I guess the only reason he's maybe not number one for me is just because his movies haven't gone to the friendly neighborhood yet, and he mm-hmm. started out so like over the top spider-man with other suits and all this stuff like i need to see down to earth tom holland Mm spider-man where he's like having to like actually use his brain and stuff like that to be you know well that's what they teased at the end of of, right of the movie isn't it and and for me i i think that like um having watched the two amazing spider-mans um I, i didn't really rate them because i always found like that he was almost too cool um and you know he was a bit of a rebel that that kind of batman uh, that spider-man that they portrayed but seeing seeing him watching the 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 movie those two movies and then watching um spider-man far from home uh or no no way home and um just seeing the performance in there and how they kind of it was almost like tying up some of the, the the sort of loose ends in the the two previous amazing spider-man movies that it just made them so much better yeah. like the the having seen his performance in that just it it kind of rekindled my appreciation for him um made made me appreciate andrew Garfield a lot more than 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 i had before i think also i don't know how old everybody else was when his movies came out but for me <clears throat> being older and more mature and stuff like that and uh further separated from where you know we were supposed to get a to a fourth toby movie and then said we right away got a new spider-man um being separated from that for a long time and going back and having a different you know uh frame of mind with being mature or more mature it just I was able to connect to his Spider-Man more and really see like the, mm. you could actually understand the pain he was going through in those movies and like actually and understand his emotion better. And it just really drew me into how he played the character and stuff. I will say the movies do leave some things to be desired, but as far as the Spider-Man only, if I look at just the Spider-Man, I, I really do think Garfield's like just, just nosing over Tom right now. Okay. He's a great actor as well, anyway, isn't he? Andrew yes, Garfield. He is. He's done some really good stuff. Very wild. Very wild. Well, maybe not wild, but very <laughs> interesting. I I wasn't expecting I don't think have we I don't think have we ever had someone come on and say Andrew Garfield is their favourite? I think I did. Oh, well, other than you. <laughs> I think I chose Spider Pig. that's another thing we haven't got miles yet so like out live action miles and that's oh man he's just such a cool spider-man have you heard that they've been in talks (laughs) with um jaden smith to potentially you know be in the mcu and everyone's like losing their mind thinking oh no are they gonna cast him as miles morales do you think he would be a good Miles Morales? I've, I, I will. I haven't seen him do a lot of stuff, and he's been out of the acting world for a while. I would say maybe when he like first popped on the scene, 
uh, he would have made a good Miles. I don't know how old he is and what he looks like now because, like, I wouldn't want my Miles looking as old as Tom Holland was when Tom Holland, like, came into it, if that makes sense. Mm. Well, Tom also looks old because of that wicked chin he's got. Like the his his face <laughs> makes him look. He, I mean, you know what I mean. He's got that really hard edged like cheek and chin. It just yeah, I don't know. He looks older because of it. I don't think he looks that much. Older. He, I think he's like I want to say he's like twenty four. I can't remember. We looked this up last time and I forgot. Yeah, it's something like that. Twenty four to twenty six somewhere around. Yeah. There. So it'll be interesting but yeah I think Jaden Smith might be a little bit too old to play Miles Morales I think they should cast someone as young as Tom Holland was when he portrayed the started out as Spider-Man or if not younger well you need to keep in mind as well that we don't actually know if he's going to come from a different multiverse um, if it, it, they've been doing their own storyline this is its own universe and you know they started Tom Holland way different than any other Spider-Man mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I mean his origin story is very unique because it's a three movie long origin story Yeah, and um, this Miles just it might just be complete something completely different than what we've been given in the past that is true mm, that is true alright so I trust Feige yeah, oh, I'm, yeah. Looking for, I'm looking forward to seeing Miles Brown. If if they cast Miles Brown, I'll be happy. Uh, Miles Brown is um, one of the twins from Blackish. If anyone's seen Blackish, vaguely. So I have a vague right. idea who you're talking about. Okay. Mm. Yeah, so cool. it'll be interesting to see what they like. Like like um, Wasteland said, like trust Kevin Feige. Um, you know everything that they've done in MCU so far has been wonderful. Like I've seen a lot of people, you know, in recent times. We probably didn't go see Eternals in the cinema um, now given their reviews and a lot of people are kind of shooting on it and um, I quite enjoy I quite enjoyed Eternals so it's just like hmm we'll so see I, I had fun with Eternals alright so uh, for anyone that might be joining us for the very first time as we go forward and start reviewing certain things uh, we at Blurs R Us have a very unique rating system if we think something is absolutely dead it gets bones if we think something is next up is cool chicken, half chicken, a free piece, and it's the creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. So that's our rating system. Um, who else had watched or finished Dota season two? Ah, I watched it, finished it. You finished it? I've got halfway up. through it. Stevie's halfway only through. To get, yeah, I only managed to get halfway through. Uh, Wasteland, you watch this one? No, I have not. Have you seen season one? I don't really know what it is. Okay. What? Do you know, this is amazing. Do you, this, know, this, do, you, do you know the game Dota though? What is it? Do you know? Have you heard of the game Dota? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 100%. so this is an animated like series based on the game. It's on. Netflix. Oh, okay, cool. Um, they released season two. Um. I would I just to just so everyone knows I am very new to anime like I've only been watching for about a year yeah, but so I, I have a very large list of stuff that I'm going through I wouldn't, really, I wouldn't really class this as anime though this is like it's, it's like, not anime it's, it's like uh, The Witcher it's made by Studio Mir yeah it's like watching um the Witcher animated series that they did like 
I guess this has got anime influences, but I wouldn't say it's anime. So it's in, it's in that same vein. And same with okay. Vox, Vox, which we're going to talk about later. Um, mm-hmm. So I felt watching this one that I should have done like a season one recap or like if I had the time, watch the whole season one again. So I watched the first episode and I was like, what the fuck happened in season one? So I went on YouTube and found a recap video and that kind of told me and caught me back up to speed of where I needed to be. Um I really had a lot of fun watching this one. Uh, it was, I can't remember what I gave season one. I think, I feel like I gave season one a free piece. Uh, I feel this one was just as good as season one. Uh, and I'll give this a solid free piece as well. Brian, what did you think of this? I'll give it a three piece as well. Um, it continues right, literally right from where I left off. Um, um, so you still see Davion and him going through his, uh, his sort of like dragonification. Um, where I think the more angry he gets, he just turns into his dragon form and then he just absolutely obliterates people. Um, you get a lot more story to it as well. Um, and some interesting characters. One of them is the, honestly, he looks like an otter. Um, he's, oh, yeah, what, what creature is it? No, I is it like, no um, I've got to check that out. I, I, yeah, I've wondered about it. He's got like a, he can curl into a ball and, and roll around, can't yeah, he? And he's very flirtatious yeah. with a girl, like very, very <laughs> almost Pepe Le Pew style. Yeah, he's like Pepe Le Pew, isn't he? <laughs> like, hey, aha, hey, madam. Like, <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally. literally. Yeah, no, um, so yeah, he's a, he's a cool character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, probably, probably my favorite, probably one of my favorite new characters. So, show, um, yeah. So, I mean, o- overall, overall, um, three piece. Um, animation is just as good. Story is really good as well. Um, and they still leave something for there to be a season three as well. So that's that's my take on it. Mm. Do, you nice. know, do you know who was absolutely hard body in this year and it's absolutely filth? Um, his like mentor guy. Like he was oh. on smoke. I forgot his name already, yeah, because like Vox kind of made me forget about this, but he was on smoke and he was sick. Um this had a this season, like I know season one had like I said it felt like the Witcher. This season felt even more so like I was watching The Witcher. Mm. Like it had a lot of the same elements, other than like there was a little bit more humour. Um the action scenes are pretty cool. And obviously it's the fact that, you know, they introduced more dragons into it and more different creatures. It was very witchery, which again, this time around, I didn't feel like it was a bad thing. Like I felt like with season one, I felt like, ah, uh, you know, they were trying too hard to be a little bit like the Witcher and Castlevania since they were like very successful Netflix properties. But this I time, so. okay. uh, I did this time around. I felt, even though I felt there was some similarities, I felt like it, it held its own a little bit more. Um, the only thing for me that kind of led down just a little bit, I wasn't always pleased with the voice acting. Like, some of the voices kind of jarred me a little bit at times. Um, but that's just probably me in it. So, yeah, it's it's definitely worth checking out. There's now season two out. Um, so everyone should go check it out. I hope that it gets a season three. And um, we continue from there. I've got Gosh, did you go? I when I watched, started watching it, I had to because it had been a while since I watched the first season. Mm-hmm. I started watching it, I was like, What the fuck is going on? Yep. I can't remember what is what that I've seen so many other things like other stories, and I had to go back to like the last episode of the, the, the previous season 
and rewatch that and then it, i was like oh yeah and then there's that character and they're doing this and they're the, uh, because it literally does like you said mine it, it kicks off straight away in yeah. like for, you could you could totally binge it and you wouldn't even know that you'd gone from season like season one to season two mm-hmm. um uh but uh yeah so after a quick kind of like recap watching the previous episode I was completely stuck into it, and it, it so far, it's like I'm halfway through, and it's really good. Um, this for me, this is a like a whole chicken, um, so good, you know. Like I'm completely like hooked, um, and I, 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 I don't know. You were saying Nana about like the the, the voice acting. Mm. I, I think I just like um, having sort of recapped it kind of refreshed all my memory as to what, what it was all like. And, and I, it all feels very natural for me. Um, just remembering all the different characters and how they're talking. And I, I love the introduction of the new characters. I'm intrigued by this character who can like fire arrows that turn people to gold. Mm. Um, she's yeah, like, all she's, she looks like a sort of like a, what do you like a mercenary or something or an assassin yeah. or something? Um, yeah, that, that was, that was awesome. But I, yeah, yeah I mean, I'm sure. Venari. Lots, what's her name? Venari, was that her? Yeah, that's it. That's that's the character. She's got. She sort of like has a a hooded, like she wears a hood and she has like red eyes flaring out from yeah. underneath the hood, and she's got like weird kind of. Yeah, and like um, like like monster feet almost. You know, like they don't look like yeah. normal human legs. Um, but yeah, she's a cool character. I kind of want to see more of her and see what she gets up to. But she kind of looks a bit like just the token mercenary assassin who goes around doing stuff for, for money or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, you mentioned um, um, Davion's uh, trainer. His name's Caden. That's he it, was Caden. Oh my days, he was on the most smoke, man. Like, <laughs> who, I, who's uh, what does who's he? Sorry, what what? He, um, he what's was he the like other remember dragon. In season one. He was the one that caught. He's the one that um, Davion or picked up Davion and his group, and then he imprisoned Davion, and then later released him when he became dragon dragonified or dragonified. However you pronounce, however you want to say that name or that word. Um, he's the dude with a, like a, a mega sword that can just yeah. Yeah. Dragons, it look, it yeah? looks like he's got like a mustache, got yeah? of dragon armor. It yeah, looks like. It, um, one of Cloud Swords, you know when Cloud does like the Omni Slash oh, Yeah, that's the one. It looks like that a little bit. Mm. Uh, yeah, but it was like smoke, it my alley. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, all, yeah, all his it's, items are just enchanted with like anti-dragon stuff. He's absolutely crazy, but like, he's crazy good. Mm, um, that's cool. There's yeah, a, there's a massive fight in one of the episodes where um, you have demons or winged demons and stuff attacking the. Um, I don't, well, I'll say I'll call it the the Dragonite stronghold, and he just goes in. He goes absolutely nuts. Just it's like yeah, he gets hand on stuff, everything. doesn't he? Like, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's well good. And then, and, and I think in season one they've got like just one of those dragons that they're fighting. Yeah, and then when they're attacking the st- the stronghold, there's like fucking ten of them or something, all like swarming yeah, around. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's dying yeah. for I said so. You even have the guy with the gold armor. I think it's supposed to be the. the oh, he the, was whacked. He got and, fucked so bad, didn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. man, they don't hold back in this show as well. Like you, you get to see some, a fair amount of gore where people just like if someone gets killed, you 
you don't the camera uh, the camera doesn't turn away mm. <laughs> no it doesn't it doesn't um so, so, luna was pretty cool in this remember luna was the um i want to say she was the she the one who can do well, who, who can kind of move um she can go into like darkness and then like um no it's not, it's, it, it's not her she's the follower of marcy is it marcy i think it's marcy marcy was like the goddess or something that she that she was so she was a follower of marcy um so i think in the first season oh luna's the the she's the, the she's, she's like the sister almost of the princess yeah, yeah. Or like she's a general and and yeah she's and they have one she's a general yeah 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 she's she's badass isn't she yeah because she because she, the first episodes where we see her with that otter creature in the in the cell and mm. it's almost like they're doing like gladiator fights or whatever yeah um yeah so that's that's our introduction to that character as well so yeah um yeah i guess she was really really cool in that one you know season two um I really like there's there's a new character that was introduced to us. It was a um, uh, dragon. Um, oh, what uh, the, the ice dragon? Yes, her uh, ice maiden or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, like, she was so cool because um, I think her name is Auroth. Auroth. I cannot remember. A u r o t h. Um, she's a dragon who has the library. Yeah. Yeah, and then she transforms into uh, her human form, and. Um, Oh, Davion's friend sort of like <laughs> goes goes gets the giggles over her basically. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah, again, she's another cool character because with the dragons, I thought they all communicated with each other in that sort of dragon spiritual plane. Um, but it seems that for her character, she's someone who sort of either gave it up or was just disconnected from that. So she's just been collecting and reading books human artifacts etc so she has a keen interest in humans um which is also why she easily just transformed into a human because i mean what she care right she's uh, we were fascinated to her um yeah so that was awesome to see um because in this in in this show it, it sort of makes you realize that dragons are so far above humans uh, that even the yeah. way they speak to humans it's almost like they they belittle humans and treat humans like like kids almost like literally baby gloves um, but with cat with this dragon, it's so much different because again, because she's so enthusiastic, interested in humans, it's almost like she doesn't care about all that. She just wants to be one of us and just study us. Um, um yeah. So yeah, overall, I mean, the, the, the characters they introduce are absolutely amazing. You know, when they escape from the prison, yeah. I, don't you think I was watching that other character that can like spin, and I was yeah. just thinking. How? What? Why is he in prison? And how the fuck is he not tried to escape sooner? When he he it looked like he could have blatantly escaped like very very quickly. And I wonder. I I do wonder if there's sort of like a like a, a side story there as to why how he ended up in prison or why he was in prison. I, I don't know if they. He- I bet you money you're just kissing the wrong woman and uh, the husband <laughs> or whoever got pissed off and chucked him in there. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's such a flirty guy, you can see that happening. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Sorry, Steve, I didn't ask what you rated this season. Sorry? I didn't ask what you rated this season. Oh, I mean, so far, halfway through, it's definitely a, a like um, whole chicken for me. Nice. Like I am completely sucked in. I'm enjoying it totally. 
it's yeah it's brilliant and it's uh it's more of when season one finished i was so like what it's finished you know and uh yeah so it's totally got me back into it i'm I'm very happy about it so yeah actually stevie last time you reviewed this you said they had an issue with the way they drew the noses on the characters yeah totally yeah no I, I don't have any issues with noses this time round. <laughs> i haven't i didn't find myself twitching going what the fuck is going on with their nose <laughs> it's not right it's not right no no it's, that's a good recall that i i don't remember I'd, I'd completely forgotten that i was bitching about their noses <laughs> <laughs> great so not to be cheeky, but onto a much better show, which mine unfortunately <laughs> okay. was unable to watch it. And you know, I, I hope Stevie, you managed to watch the three episodes that's out on Amazon Prime right now. Oh but, no, I haven't seen any of that. Oh, um, I know what you're going to talk about. Me, I, 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 I told you guys about it. Exactly. I, I know. I'm sorry. I, I this week has I, I has just flown by, and I've struggled to like get the content in i'm afraid so uh, don't worry though don't worry about spoilers I, i'm gonna watch okay. the show no matter what the show so. i am talking about is the legendary vox machina um i like i remember you talking about the show and you posted the trailer but i never got a chance to watch it um so i kind of went in on this blind um mm-hmm. and oh my days episode one starts with a bang like i wasn't <laughs> expecting the level of violence and um bad language you know from the show it is it animated is anim- yeah, it's animated it's this is um, right my alley then it's like it what's called oh, it? it's, like, it's a dungeons and dragons story by the people at critical role um because mm-hmm. i was watching this thinking oh my gosh this looks like something that critical role will do because i've never actually listened to them but i've heard a lot of them from dan west about them being like a really cool dungeons and dragons podcast they're and, great it's and, great and after watching this year i definitely want to at some point check out the podcast uh wasteland you you've been you've watched the first three episodes uh what what are your, some of your thoughts on this and what would you rate it um yeah i so little background i uh actually heard of critical role um right before they started their second campaign um podcasting wise mm-hmm. um listened through all of pan- campaign two um and i'm starting on three now because they've done about 10 or so episodes but um season one is kind of weird their campaign one on the podcast is a little odd and i think the reason I say that is because when people watch this show, I think they need to understand this a little bit. Um, so their campaign had started three years before they started the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so when you pick up with the first episode, you are kind of just thrown into the mix like right away. Yeah. And then um, uh, like a couple episodes in, you really start an actual like long arc of a story. And so the reason I say that is because the first two episodes really have their own like fast paced um, own little single, you know, story to them. Like it's very fast, very, you know, giving you an idea of what you're going to get more spread out in the future. Mm -hmm. And um, so with that said, like 
I, I I give the whole the three episodes. I can't say the whole thing, obviously, but uh, I think right now I'm at a full chicken for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the animation's great. the The voice acting is incredible. Cause, but I'm I'm very biased on that. I love these people as like human beings. They're great people. They're really great at their craft. Um, some have won gaming awards for it um, because they're just so great. And um, but yeah, so th- th- I I just want to. Some I know like Aaron from Nerds was kind of talking like he watched the first episode and he's like, Yeah, I just it's just moving too fast. I don't like it. It's like that. Oh, I was like, I love the pacing. Watch Yeah, I was like, watch all three episodes. I was like, because episode two are like their own little quick fast paced story, mm. but three is where they're like, Okay, here's where the arc thing. begins. Yeah. Like one one of two like need a- to that's why you really gotta watch all three. Yeah, one uh, of for th- sure. But one of, one of- it, um what sorry? What they, they added like- the humor that these guys have when they're playing their tabletop game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually a little more off the cuff, you know, when they're playing their game, and it adds a little more. Uh, it's a little more funny to me then <clears throat> because it's like kind of feels more like forced humor um, in the, the the series because obviously it's actually written. Um, yeah. So that's yeah. a little different for me as a you know. Uh yeah, I uh full chicken for sure. I can't wait to see what we're gonna get. And uh, do you know how many episodes it is? Uh no, but episode one and two is more like a one shot. And then yes, a hundred percent. If I want to get like even so, I guess yeah, I want to say that like the episodes leading forwards, we're gonna get like each character's kind of like backstory because obviously this episode starts with like Percy's backstory. And you know, I loved the the guy. What was it? Oh, I've got I've got the names. Silas. I love seeing Silas. Like he just looked like absolutely monster. Uh, we should yeah. be getting twelve episodes, and it looks like they're okay. dropping um, three episodes at a time. Oh, nice! That's cool. So, yeah. um, Similar to like um, what's it called? Um, oh, what was the 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 anime that came out on Netflix? Oh, Arcane. They yeah, Arcane. Arcane. They, they dropped it in three, three episodes yep. ago, didn't they? Yeah, so it looks like they're dropping in three episodes. So February fourth, we should and get it, four, five, and six. February eleventh. Have any of nine. you done it? The podcast? No, I've never watched it. Okay, okay. Um, so it actually seems to be kind of. I listened to like the first ten or fifteen episodes. I tried listening to it while campaign two was going on. I was getting jumbled up in my head. It was mm-hmm. it was too much. And uh, yeah, it seems like they're kind of this arc that's starting actually is what it is in the their actual campaign. So um, you'll get things that intertwine amongst all the characters, but the way their campaigns usually go, Matt Mercer is just an absolute genius, Mm -hmm. and um, he'll take the characters they wrote and find a way to make a story out of it, and he'll add stuff from other characters if they go places that can he can put that in there mm-hmm. but the percy thing is definitely something that their their actual podcast campaign had and this all of this is stuff i've already kind of you know experienced a little bit mm-hmm. and they, it, they're just nailing it nice um who's your favorite character before i say mine uh i would say see i'm biased because i know the people i really like grog <laughs> just because i like the 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 guy who voices him as well <laughs> he's a funny character and mm. that guy the that voice actor is just such a cool guy mm. um 
But then, like, Vex and Vax are really kind of cool characters as well. Ve- Vex, Vex is my favorite character so far. Right. Like, Vex right. is so fucking cool, man. And uh, I just like his, in a sense, character build. Like, he, he, I wouldn't go as far as saying like he's a ninja, but, like, he's like a assassin. He's a rogue. Hides in, yeah. hides in the shadows. He's got a belt that turns into a snake that was pretty badass. <laughs> um and he's just he's just really cool entertaining it like has some quick quirks and stuff like that but i i really do hope that like the rest of the season is as strong as the first three episodes uh it's definitely a whole chicken from me um so i just again i didn't i never listened to critical role i never didn't really know much about them other than that they were super popular uh but they started like back in like 2012 doing like a podcast in their house and then they decided yeah. like become a studio and like do these vlogs of their podcast and streaming it and it blew up and um, oh, I can't remember exactly I think the first eight episodes were uh, go f- kickstarted was re- the money for the first like eight episodes was raised by kickstarter and it's like the most ever raised kickstarter and it was like 11 million dollars and that was raised by like 88,000 <laughs> people so yeah, sorry, it's the highest gross and growth fund with eighty eight thousand backers, which raised over eleven million. And that was cut wow, wow. was courtesy of Dan West. Cheers. Um the music was fantastic. <laughs> uh the humor was awesome. Uh I could not wait to see like the other races. Um another character that's absolutely awesome and funny is is it Shlane? The the bard, like in Dungeons and Dragons, yeah, the bards are always the funniest characters in it. So this bard is absolutely jokes as well, man. And yeah, he, uh, Sam Regal, the guy that voices him is actually very much so like, uh, comedian like that in person and stuff too. So that character is like a real homage to him as an, like this, who he is as a person. He's always doing jokes and stuff on, on like while they're doing their pot, uh, their campaign and their podcast so it's funny oh it's scan scanlan scan scanlan scan scanlan and the music yeah, the, yeah. The, the intro song where they introduce all the characters yeah was fucking funny <laughs> oh my days yeah you guys need to get on this as as quick as possible so when episode four, five, or six drops, right, we can have a full-on discussion on it. Uh, I I didn't you expect know, I'll it. I'll watch it as soon as we're done recording. Cool. Yes. Yeah, I promise I will get on this, man. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I didn't. I didn't expect it to be as like adult as it is either. It's, it's very. Like, that adult. actually surprised me. Blood, gut, sex, swearing, drinking. Brilliant. That's that's what um that's what like adult. D is like isn't it anything can happen people yeah and they do that with like a group of people's like everybody's right. personality and coming out yeah you don't know what they're going to come up with do you? <laughs> and they do that on the podcast and i just i don't know why i didn't ex- like they were making an animated thing i was like well they'll probably tone it down just at the chance kids not at all you see some purple uh, animated titties like right away that's why Nana likes it so much. Uh, that, that, was, like, that, that, that was like a 10 second scene, but it was fucking jokes. Right. It, 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 it was hilarious, man. Uh, but yeah, man, you guys need to, to watch this and catch up. So, uh, we'll, you know, when the next free drop, we'll definitely be talking about it. Uh, Wasteland, anything else you want to say on Vox before we go? 
Uh, no, they're great people. It's I, I think it's going to be great. Definitely go support it. Watch it. Watch it. Nice, nice. All right, the last thing I'm going to talk about in my week before I pass it over to Martin is Boba Fett, which I'm assuming everyone's seen episode five. I Again, I've watched half of it. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this week again. This week has been a real toughie. All right, uh, but but don't worry about spoilers. Just go for it. I've only watched up to episode four, but I'm pretty sure I've already seen what the spoilers are. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I don't think it was even spoilers. I think it was it was made deeply obvious from the end of episode four when you heard the theme song. <laughs> yeah. But all right, so. Okay, this episode was amazing. No, you go first. This episode was amazing. <laughs> yeah, this episode was amazing. But I am annoyed <clears throat> that the best episode of Boba Fett had nothing to do with Boba Fett. Like, <laughs> literally, yeah. I, I put in my notes, um, Mando makes it so much better. Yeah, man, it, this was just a basically an episode of The Mandalorian. And this episode was like this episode was fantastic. Literally, the last thirty seconds, you got um, that chick come on, come along, and was like, "Oh, we're here to recruit you." The rest of the entire episode was the Mandalorian, like literally nothing. And and the episode was fantastic. Um, I think this this episode was directed by I'm gonna butcher her name. Is it Bryce Bryce Howard? Yep, Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, like oh my gosh, like. She just made this episode phenomenal, yeah. And literally, <laughs> within the first thirty seconds of this movie, I saw it. I was like, "Holy shit!" Episode, sh- episode, episode. I was like, "Holy shit! Shit is about to go down," and it fucking <laughs> went down. Oh my! De- like, do you know what? Yeah, I, I, I was a bit skeptical a little bit when they released the Boba Fett uh, series and I was like okay do you know it might be interesting because obviously look how well they did The Mandalorian so if they take that kind of effort and love and care like the Boba Fett um, series should be really good and so far it's been below par in it but this episode was sick and like this right here exactly and the thing is yeah if the next episode is good as well and it's only good because The Mandalorian's in it when he leaves, the show's gonna be shit again. I'm gonna be so upset. Like this, this episode was a whole chicken. And my only complaint here is the the I don't know if she's Irish or not. I'm I'm being a bit racist here. The Irish woman, her voice kind of annoyed me. The mechanic from Mandalorian, um, it yeah. de- it didn't bother me as much when it was Amy, in the Mandalorian. Amy, but- uh, sorry, um, yeah, the act- the actress's name is Amy Sedaris. Is she um, Irish? She plays Peli Motto. Yeah, she's a mechanic Peli Motto. Okay, well, in The Mandalorian, I don't remember her voice annoying me as much. Maybe she didn't talk as much, but in this, I was like, oh my gosh, your voice <laughs> is driving me. Please stop talking. Just let The Mandalorian talk or the other, uh, the, the Mandalorian um, weaponsmith. Let them talk. Like, you don't talk. You don't speak. Like, oh, her voice was driving me. But other than that, man, this episode is absolutely fantastic, man. It gets a whole chicken. I'm not gonna lie. I thought that was a pod racer um, when it appeared. I was like, "Oh, look, cool! It's Anakin's. Well, not Anakin's pod racer, but look, they're linking um, stuff from Episode One." So I was like, oh, "They linked cool. so much from like and basically it, as a fan of Star Wars, they linked in so much. It was crazy." Yeah, didn't they have that that stupid little robot from the game? 
Yeah, BD. But I don't know, but I don't think it's that yeah, because you know how you have like this R2 D2, there's R there's R three who are, are part of the R two um series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. BD is that the same one. So it wasn't exactly maybe it wasn't exactly BD one, but it was definitely BD A B D droid, so that was pretty cool to see. Yeah. Um, you know, tease lesson notes on. Yeah, um, I'm, 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 I'm gonna leave Martin to read them out. Um, okay, no, one, no. one last little thing. Wait, no. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> another thing that kind of pissed me off. Yeah, is when they had a flashback in this, and I was just like, for fuck's sake! Like, not every episode do we need a flashback in Boba Fett. Like, I don't like. Obviously, I understand. <laughs> nah, man. Like, I'm, I, I am not a fan of the of the uh, flashback stuff that we've been getting. Like the whole gangster stuff. That we've been getting, that's been my that's been my jam in it. But when he's having the flashback in the back to time, I'm just like, I don't care about this shit. Like, just just do what I was doing. <laughs> so when there was so when there was like, oh, we're going to flash back and tell a story about what happened in Mandalore back in a time that I don't care about. I was like, do you know what? Yeah, yeah. I, that was good. I so they should have a flashback to to him when he meets like that woman with the in in the in the bar with the the two things like sausages coming out of the back of her head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I don't know if, we, if you're describing a, a Twi'lek or describing something else. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're called. Mm. Uh, oh, anyway. What was I say? <laughs> uh, how how unfair was that fight? Like the Mandalorian had just finished training. Like imagine imagine you've just done a session at the gym, yeah, and you've been banging out for like a good hour, and then someone comes along and is like, "Oh, I'm gonna challenge you to a pull up contest." Like, uh, what the fuck? Somebody. Uh, a fucking hench dude who's even bigger than you. Exactly. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? Like, you've just you've just seen me train for, like, a good hour solid, and then now you're like, hey, guy, I'm going to challenge you. Bruv, I'm tired. Like, fight me tomorrow. <laughs> like, let me catch my breath. Let me get a, a, a Star Wars Lucasade aside. Like, he did it. He did not. He's like, ah, oh, yes, I see you're yeah. tired. And and it doesn't help that you you know you're carrying a sword that gets heavier with every like swing of of the sword that, that you make. It, yeah, that I, was quite a cool. That's quite a cool like um thing on the lightsaber, wasn't it? That I think if that you was because he was yeah, like the, the, out of sync. Sorry, not the lightsaber, the yeah, dark but, saber. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's just because he was out of sync in it. But um, what was I gonna say? Why? Okay, so. If Mandalorians, mm-hmm. yeah, Martin, you're asked like Star Wars guy. If Mandalorians can't like remove their helmets, yeah, how do they eat and sleep? Do they eat and sleep with it on? No. So this was actually explained in, in season one of um, the Mandalorian. I must have missed it. Where, where you know, Mando or Din Djarin met with Bo-Katan, and obviously Bo-Katan is a real, like, a native Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, so it shows that followers of the way are so strict with their um with their religion that they don't take off their helmets around others but they do remove their helmets um it's just the case like if they're in a canteen or something like that they will remove their helmet but if they're in a room by themselves then they will remove their helmet okay. so it's a bit like that all right so th- like again she asks him have you removed your helmet like yeah he just said no because technically he moved it in front of a robot that doesn't count no but but we remember we saw his face at the end of the of season one um oh wait actually no he he revealed himself um in season one to someone i, I thought it was, remember who it was. Gro- um, wasn't it to grogu maybe it was didn't to he grogu. take his helmet off at the right the end when luke's yeah go- oh okay. was it luke two then okay maybe i don't remember that yeah, I, I remember yeah. in like episode two, four 
like when that robot was about to do some madness, he took it off for the robot. Yeah, and, but the robot is different because it's not, it's not a, a real life person. It's not, uh, I guess, a uh, biological so, person. Mm. It didn't count. So he did show it to Grogu. Okay, that makes sense then. I would have just been like, bitch, no, I did not remove my helmet. Like, <laughs> my helmet's my helmet, my helmet <laughs> been unsold this whole time. Are you talking about, you're talking Mando, right? Yeah. Yeah, Mando. He took it off uh, the second last episode of season two. Oh, there we well. go. Yeah. Okay. He took it yeah, off the uh, in the uh, stormtrooper camp or whatever in yes, the cafeteria thing. Yes, yes, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Because uh, he had to, didn't he, in order to he get, had get to. Possible, yeah. Or he took a stormtrooper helmet off or whatever. It wasn't actually, I don't think, his helmet, but mm. he you're right. He's off. wearing a stormtrooper helmet. Face. Yeah, that's yeah. Right, yeah. He showed his face then. Matthew. There we go. All right. Well, uh, and do I have any more questions? Uh, what happened to his ship again? I don't remember his um, ship being destroyed. I'm clearly not. His ship, his ship got battered in in uh, season yeah. two. Uh, I need yeah. to. I probably need it to watch Mandal- <laughs> I need to watch Mandalorian again. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's about it for it, it for my notes. Mine. Well, actually, no. Before let, let's let's. Um, oh, you haven't even watched episode five. Boo. Alright, I was gonna, I was gonna go to Wasteland, but he's not even seen episode five. Alright, mine. Yeah. That's with if sick, and I had to wait on. I'm waiting on her to not be sleeping. Yeah, to okay, watch that's that. fair. <laughs> All um, right, no, no, no. If anything, right, I'll say my bit, but read T's notes because I may jump in if T jogs, if T's notes jog my memory. Right. Okay. Go on. I'll uh, go over your notes and I'll yeah. read T's at the end. All right. Cool. So, um, first, first and foremost, it was great seeing Mando back, Din Djarin back. Um. To be fair, we should have, I mean, it was obvious that he was going to make an appearance because, you know, we heard his theme tune and we may see him in the next episode because he says he's on his way to, one, he's on his way to um, meet with Grogu to give him his gift. Mm-hmm. And two, Fennec uh, Shand has actually hired him. Um, in a verbal comments, hired him, but really he says he'll do it for free anyway because he owes, um, he owes Boba Fett. Yeah. So yeah, we'll definitely see him again in the... In the series, what, what, so that what, was pretty what you, cool. What do you think the gift is? I thought it was going to be like a um, chainmail. I don't know. I was, I was thinking some armor because with his religion as well, they they don't make weapons out of Beskar, so it must be some sort of armor for him. Yeah, and I reckon it's chainmail because they showed yeah, lots they of little do. ringlets, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's possible <clears> that um, if when Grogu gets older, a bit taller. Um, he can easily just smelt it again and just re repurpose the material. So it's really good. Um, he's only going to get like an extra. He's in a going to grow like another inch. Yeah, yeah. He, no, he's, <laughs> he's going to be about three foot nothing by the time he's <laughs> by the time he's like eight hundred years old. So yeah, right. <laughs> do, you know, um, do you know what? Sorry, do you know what was mad? Yeah, I was so annoyed that he fucking. Um, smelted the Beskar spear. The the Beskar spear. I was like, "Are you taking a piss? Like that weapon was sick." And it was gonna, hard, buddy. And you're just gonna give it away and melt it down? Like, nah, fuck off. I was I wasn't amused. <laughs> yeah, nah, but it's a, it's, a, it's it's a nice present though. So yeah, you know I mean, I he, can, he, can, he can easily make a weapon again. I get, well, maybe not a weapon because you know, no, because the rest of it gets um, the armor. Got now. I said the, didn't he leave the rest of them with her because she only like um, melted the tip in it. She didn't melt the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, the rest of it. No, yeah, bullshit, man. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> All right, so the 
that really thick Mandalorian guy. Um, that's Paz Vizsla. He is a descendant of uh, Pre Vizsla and you know Tare Vizsla. So just a bit of backstory. This is stuff you won't pick up unless you are into the comics or you, you're an avid reader like me. Um, so Pre Vizsla was in the animated um, Clone Wars series where he fought with the Darksaber against um, Darth Maul. Darth Maul ended up defeating him and owning the the dark saber that later lost it to um, I can't remember who he lost it to, but um, anyway, um, that's who's that's, the that's dude cool. that had it originally? Then the, the guy who who Mando. So the original um, owner was actually the first Mandalorian to be inducted into the Jedi Order, and that's Tare Vizsla. Um, in the anim- in the um, animated Clone Wars series, you do see a statue of Tare Vizsla. Um, I can't remember how many more people were um, were um, or how many more Mandalorians were inducted to the Jedi Order, but that must have been a very, very big thing because the Mandalorian, also there was the Mandalorian Wars and it was the Jedi versus the Mandalorians, so there was that as well. Um, so it's a very, very complicated history that the Mandalorians have with the Jedi Council. Um, mm. So, yeah, so by right, or I say by birthright, the uh, Darksaber is Paz Vizsla's. However, the way you acquire the dark saber is through combat. So, technically, even though his clan made it, it's not technically his because of how it gets passed off from person to person. Um, which leads to a, actually a very um, interesting um, myth that we heard in this episode of the Mandalorian, where um, the armorer says that if you don't win, basically, I'm paraphrasing, but basically, if you don't win it in combat, and someone gifts you the dark saber, and you then choose to lead the Mandalorians. Um, the Mandalorians are cursed. Sort of like, basically, yeah, basically, you, you, you invite a curse onto yourself, and um, we see that with the destruction of the of the Mandalorian home. Well, not total destruction, but we see uh, basically them getting carpet bombed. Um, by the way, I, I am giving major spoilers, but you can still enjoy the episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. So forgive me. <laughs> um, so... Um, the sword actually is a sword of sword. The dark saber actually given to her by um, Sabine Wren in um, Star Wars Rebels. So, which is why, you know, um, Bo-Katan invited, I guess, the curse, and that's how Mandalore got carpet bombed. Mandalore got carpet bombed. Um, but right now, it's uh, Din Jaren's He Won a Fair Square from Moff Gideon. Um, so, I reckon at the end of this episode, he might actually get a little bit of training from um, from Luke Skywalker. Mm. Um We've yeah, seen Moff Gideon wield that like that dark saber, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, we have. And yeah, he, and he didn't yeah. have any problems like swinging it, did he? Not at all. Not at all. Whereas, like we've seen that, like the Mando really struggled to to wield it, didn't he? Yeah, I think it might be it may be because of the conflict in himself that he has. Um, a lot of times in Star Wars, you, you, um, a lot of people, <laughs> even though they aren't force sensitive, uh, go for a lot of conflict in. Um, I guess thoughts and feelings. So I guess once he finally realizes who he is, then the blade will be attuned to him, or Doctor will be attuned to him. Um, Simon say way it was tuned to Moff Gideon, how he was able to just use it. And if you're a Jedi, you basically have no issues carrying around dark saber. Um. So yeah, I, th- I thought that was pretty interesting. I like the fact that dark saber, even though it's like a small part in the hu- in the whole. Star Wars Before Us is still getting uh, attention 
and why not? Because it's the Mandalorian and it's also Boba Fett. Why not? Um, I really like seeing um, the mechanic Pelimoto again. Um, obviously now the one whose voice is jarring to you. Yeah. Um, we find a few interesting things about her. And she said that she was dated a Jawa and they're furry, which is interesting because in Star Wars, with, um, in the Star Wars mythos, you don't really hear much about Jawas and what they look like other than them being like the size of Yoda and just always hooded with glowy red eyes. So um, uh, this was interesting. Um, and, and also, she she spoke German. I don't know what the actual language is, but she spoke the language. Javanese. Ja- and I was like, is it Javanese? I don't right. know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Javanese. But it was I, was, I was like, what is the first I've heard a human speak that German and just, you know what I mean, just fluently as well. So that was, that was pretty awesome. Um, in saying that too, we also see the, the return of the Boo Starfighter, the yellow Starfighter that Anakin um flew in episode one mm-hmm. um the phantom menace and man that was so good to see i mean that was just nostalgia all the way through um because they're on tattooing as well it held such significance well for me anyway it holds such, such significance because obviously anakin's from tattooing um tattooing is where uh Boba Fett is also on um so as Mando's taking it for a spin and everything like that, he flies through the canyons and it's the exact same canyons that um that the pod race was in mm-hmm. was held in. And just mm-hmm. seeing how smooth the Starfighter handled was amazing because obviously it had a few upgrades here and there, because also it's an outdated model and whatnot. But that ship was freaking amazing. Mm. Um, obviously, when you see a whole a whole fleet of them in, in the Phantom Menace, you think to yourself, okay, cool, it's just a standard Starfighter, but seeing us against even an X-Wing, and you're, I'm just thinking, this is absolutely insane. Um, uh, Mando takes up into space, um, you know, flies around, uh, uh, I guess, a uh, transport ship, uh, well, a, cruise, a cruiser ship, so it's got people in there, I guess, like an airplane being trans- transported from planet to planet. And in that, you see, um, uh, I think his name is Carson Teva. Um, Carson Teva is the um, pilot that we see in the Mandalorian Season 1 series, where he talks to um, uh, Cara Dune. Um, I'm trying to remember who he's played by. He's played by Korean actor... The name will come to me. His name will come to me. Um, but yeah, he absolutely, absolutely amazed to see him as well. Um, so again, they go through the process of uh, obviously he's he notices that he knows who the Mandalorian is, and um, and you know they go through his you know through the normal checks of okay, do you have your ID on you? Blah 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 blah. They get asked the question, and Mando just like flicks a switch, and his starship just zips on through, and Carson Teller says. Mate, that wasn't even uh, 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 what's it called? A jump into hyperspace. That was just that was even a jump into hyperspace. That was just just like, mate, that's like that's like the 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 best idea I could give is like that's like you driving. I don't know, driving uh for Fiesta, and then someone (laughs) stops up, and then someone pulls up with. I don't even know what let's say an 86 Trueno, right? Like, mm. and then the 86 Trueno, for whatever reason, because it's so souped up underneath, underneath the hood, just zips past like 0 to 120 in like two seconds. 
imagine that. That's basically how 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 quick it was. It was just <laughs> almost like the X wings were just at a standstill. And yeah, it was absolutely amazing to see. And I went nuts. You should have heard me. I was screaming. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, even my girlfriend said to shut the hell up because also it was late. I was like, I don't care. This is absolutely amazing. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, one of the, again, go harkening back to, you know, the Phantom Menace and everything like that. Um, Mando, when when asked how did the, did the um, Naboo Starfighter handle, he said wizard. And wizard is actually a term or actually a word that Anakin's friend um, on tattooing when they were doing the pod race um, said so it's like a slang term right mm. so I thought that was pretty cool that they you know drew from the Phantom Menace again and used nice. that word so yeah, I think that was absolutely Talk awesome about, yeah like, easter eggs that's that's a yeah lot. this is just <laughs> easter eggs with easter eggs yeah I mean <laughs> I was I was so yeah I was I was so happy to see this so uh, yeah you guys are in for a real treat with this one honestly nice. did they, did the, they bring up metachlorians too <laughs> oh no they didn't <laughs> that old chestnut oh you never know we may see it in the next episode <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah but Nana's right there is something we said about the best episode being <clears throat> like not even including boba fett in it mm. do you know what i mean and I don't want to give it a whole chicken purely because it's supposed to be a Boba Fett show, not a Mando show. And if it's a Mando, and if Mandalorian can come and just steal a spotlight, then I guess yeah. what hope does uh, does the titular character have? Uh, so I'll give it a three piece. Um, but honestly, this episode is amazing. Um, Do you know what what needs to happen? We need to see um, Boba Fett just wear a helmet more often. Do you know what? Both of them yeah. need to keep their helmets fixed because the first we saw the, the first one saw the face, Jaren's face, right? I was saying that why would we, that we didn't need to see your face, like yeah. we never needed to see your face, and that that just ruined it for me. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping I soon forget what he looks like. Also, I'm not gonna forget what he looks like. I've seen the guy in countless uh, uh, movies, so yeah. yeah. But they need, honestly, I, I don't think Bubba's like. I don't like his armor the way it looks in this series at all like neither do i it just doesn't look good it doesn't no. at all no <laughs> it's, it's 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 like it definitely looks like it's, it's half or something you know what i mean is it is it because he's gone he's gone from a 28 inch waist to like a, a 38 inch waist that's why <laughs> that might be part of it honestly though i'm sorry because I'm so used to seeing him in full armor, right? Sort of head to toe, the same armor, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I'm not going to lie, his his suit looks cool to me because it's just, you know, half of it, his original suit, and the other half is, you know, what he picked up from the um, from the sand people. But yeah, at the same time, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm just thinking, bro, just even if it was all like the same color scheme, that would be cool, but it's just not. Um... Maybe oh, yeah, it is just the fitment that makes it look like it just looks like it's like, you know, like you're at the the con and there's the guy that wants to dress up as a character, but he's kind of big for that character. So it kind of <laughs> that was right. that was me when I dressed up as Paul at the, at the MCM Comic Con. <laughs> I was fat. So the armor just looks a little small-ish yeah. and just yeah, it doesn't sit where it's supposed to and stuff like yeah. I don't know. It just looks a little off. It does, yeah. But I, I really hope that Boba Fett picks up, and it's actually because of Boba Fett, and not because another character from another series has to come <laughs> in and save it. Yeah, yeah. 
Cross my fingers in the old, up again. Mm, mm. In the, the old, just looking at some pictures of like the old Boba Fett and the and the, the new updated Boba Fett. And um, I think it's the old one's got a fantastic green cod piece that sort of protects his, his knackers. Um, <laughs> yeah, the that's missing. That's missing from the new one. He, he the yeah. new one. He needs to have a, a cod piece. That's what it is. I bet he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have been battered like that if he had everything, all his armor in um, episode. Was it episode three with uh, Black Crescent that attacked him? Oh man, that's a that, I tell you what, that character though is it was a great addition to the story. That I'm telling that, you, that he is badass. He has got to appear in um, the Obi Wan Kenobi series. He 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 just does. I mean, yeah, I think, oh, I, think yeah. I think we'll see him again in the Boba Fett. Like you know, he's gonna. I mean, we definitely will. We definitely will. A big part in mm-hmm. the you know finale or whatever. Then, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I'm done. So do you want to read out um, T's notes? All right. So big T's notes because uh, he's you know currently busy right now. Uh, best episode of Boba Fett is actually an episode of The Mandalorian because Boba Fett isn't even <laughs> in it. Confirms to me that Mando is a better show and a more compelling character. And to be honest, I'm over the Boba Fett hype. He has been different as the coolest bounty hunter of Star Wars. I could not disagree, uh, I agree with him anymore there. Um, he said that it's a nice prologue to Mando season three. Mando has to redeem himself of the way for move, for removing his helmet. How do Mandalorians eat if they never remove their helmet? I thought they just couldn't remove their helmet in front of people, but it was a separate second question to become redundant. If removing it at all is already punishable, uh, we kind of talked about it already. Yeah, uh, but you know, just to add, just to add to that one, actually, yeah. um, I was going to say that I can see in the Mandalorian uh, season three that is literally just going to be him. I will try to redeem his way with the way. I try to redeem himself with the way and go to Mandalore and like try and find a uh, a mine or is it a well in the mine? I think it was. Um, coming off the top of my head, but what if he just, just becomes a Jedi? What if the Mandalorian just says, fuck it, I'm going to train with Grogu and become a Jedi? Yeah, but you need midichlorians for that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dickhead. Nice call, man. <laughs> yeah, no, right. uh, uh, he said... Yeah, right. Sorry, go on. I don't know, continue, please. Uh, he said, Grogu's going to be a pimp as a Jedi in Beskor armor, <laughs> rolling with a Mandalorian wielding lightsaber. Fucking epic. Uh, Mando versus Mando for the Darksaber Bo-Katan plot hole controversy fixed with curse prophecy okay I don't know what the plot hole was there with that um, oh because um, she, she she had to win it but instead of winning it she was given it she was given it in um in the it. Star Wars but, um, Rebel series but did but they not mention that in season nothing, 2 nothing. I thought they covered no that. they don't but yeah, but you kind of need to see it as well in the Rebels to understand it. Mm. But I don't like the animation of Rebels. Um, but story, I mean, it adds, it adds something to Star Wars mythology. So, or Star Wars mythos. So, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Can't. Uh, and then custom Naboo Starfire met droid compartment behind pilot adapted to passenger dome. Looking forward to see Grogu in there. Yeah, I was thinking that when she said, "Oh, I took the droid bit out." But then I was like, mm. she's obviously made it so Grogu can be put in the back. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. But I like the way they also explained it because they didn't say it was because of Grogu. They said, well, we know how you don't like droids. So yeah. <laughs> even though even though now even though now he, he doesn't mind droids, it's still like, well, we're still going to get rid of him. She, she didn't know that. So yeah. they definitely explained it in a cool way. Mm-hmm. They definitely did. 
yeah. that's the end of T's notes, and that's the end of um, what do you call it? Uh, Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett, um, not Mandalorian. <laughs> so I am currently not watching Peacemaker. Wasteland, are you watching Peacemaker? Um, three episodes in. Uh, mine. Oh, ever- same here. Okay, do you guys want to? I know T talked about it last time, I think, but do you guys want to talk about Peacemaker? As I am not watching it. Um, uh, I don't mind. I don't mind. Wasteland, do you want to? Do you want to? Um, go ahead and talk first? about it. We can. Yeah, I mean, um, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so for for me, um, uh, I I will preface by saying that. Suicide Squad was like a uh, maybe like a four or five out of ten for me when I rated it. Um, I wasn't in love with the movie. I I just was disappointed with a lot of the character stuff, and then I wasn't a fan of again. You know, Same. everybody complained about this like world-ending villain, and then we literally got one again, and they didn't even like use it as cool as it could have been because like he should have took over one of them and had them fight him and all this i don't know just a bunch of little things but yeah um so peacekeeper or peacemaker sorry is a completely different character in this show so far and um for me it's not in a good direction um i think he's just kind of a sad boy and he's kind of been like it's just a lot of lowbrow like humor um, and it just hasn't caught me, um, that much. I will say that C- the episode three kind of pulled me back in. Like he kind of, I started feeling he, he got off the whole, like, I'm sad because of daddy issues and I yeah. funny because I'm a redneck guy. Um, like they kind of got off that and like got back to like mission oriented peacemaker. And he was like, a little more real and and then we also just kind of got more depth to the butterfly story and stuff so for me it definitely has come back up and i'm more interested in watching it now um but like i said the first two episodes had a lot of like lowbrow comedy to them that i just for me that's not my style of comedy that i like lean into so yep i have to agree with you there to be too fair i agree with you on everything you said um in addition (laughs) Um, I do like um, um, Latoya Adebayo. Uh, she's played by Daniel Brooks. Um, her character is just so funny because mm-hmm. she comes across as wanting to, you know, do the best that she can for her team and things like that. She's like itching to prove herself. Um, and I, I don't know what her relationship is to Amanda Waller, but it looks like there's some sort of family relation, if anything. I think or his maybe... daughter. Ah. They All said right, it in then. episode two when she's like on the the laptop talking to her. I think they referenced okay. that. Okay, okay, yeah, but she's a cool character. It looks like she has a lot of room for growth. Whereas mm-hmm. I think with everyone is just sort of going through their own issues and whatnot. But with hers, it's more a case that she's so fresh to the team, um, just trying to guess please mum, as well as prove something to her to her her wife. I think. So yeah. I I I think she has the most real approval. So I'm excited to see that her character. But in terms of uh, Peacemaker himself, honestly, I do feel like he has a lot of issues just to deal with. And I know for me, it feels like he's also I don't even know, I don't even know the right word to describe. But like 
he's not an adult. <laughs> he can't take right. he, sort of, he has no forward He's thinking. a man baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And because of that it just takes so much away from his character. Um He reminds and, me, and I made a uh, meme for it. He reminds me of Ricky Bobby in Talladega Nights. Oh yes, 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 yes. You are absolutely <laughs> correct. Yeah. Okay, so I have seen his kind before. <laughs> yeah. Because honestly, I'm thinking, dude, even that, that episode, was it episode one or two where he picks up the chick in the in the bar and it turns out that chick is actually like crazy, like it's actually um, uh, infected by a butterfly. I'm just thinking, right. bro, you could have avoided all of this, you know. <laughs> just like stop trying to make people feel sorry for you. A grown ass man, we make grown ass decisions, killing people and stuff like that. Just be a bit smarter. I'm sure that's what you're, I'm sure that's what your um your line of work calls for as well. Anyway, just to be a smarter person. So mm. do it. Which is why I think in the second Suicide Squad film, I didn't appreciate his character as much because he just felt like his character was just out of nowhere and also there was nothing much to him. Um. Yeah. But I'm still going to continue watching the series because I still think that, you know, especially after season three, where you see that he's actually started to become a bit more, let's say, responsible. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that it's it's now a turn for the character where, you know, Peacemaker starts to grow. So, yeah, I think so far I'll give the series a half chicken. Um, but... Again, after episode three, where we see, uh, you can tell it's going to be a, become a lot more complex, especially with uh, him capturing a butterfly. Um, I started to understand what these butterflies are because um, I think one of the characters that was affected by the butterfly, this is one of the uh, politicians that were affected by the butterfly, he was asking, Why did you kill my family and all that stuff? So Mm-hmm. It may not all be um, black and white. There's a lot of gray areas, and with and if there's anything we know about DC, we know that DC creates a lot of gray areas, a lot of more <laughs> decisions and stuff like that. So mm. I'm up for that. I am so yeah. up for that. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you on the half chicken area. I forgot to grade it, but uh, I, I would say like episode one and two, I was definitely like quarter chicken, yeah, <laughs> like man. for yeah. sure. So. <laughs> I uh, put that meme in the general chat. You'll have to look at it sometime because oh, yeah, I saw do. that and I was like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but besides that, I mean, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. That's my, that's my rating for it. So yeah. it, it, it sounds like I don't need to check this out then because no, <laughs> no one seems to be super raving about this. I don't know what to tell you, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that, 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 that just sums it up. Don't, Maybe when it's done, I might just binge it all in one go. I th- I think watch it when it's done, so you can get past the first three episodes and then enjoy the rest of it. But for oh right man. Now, episode 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 one and two, you're thinking, <clears throat> meh. Right. Exactly. I, yeah. Because I think again, he wasn't so much of a of an important character to begin with, right? He was one of those throwaway mm-hmm. characters that later on, well, through this through this uh, show, is that become more. Um, central more focused on so i don't know i think i think that that's got something to do with with my rating as well if i understood the character more then perhaps i could understand the things that he's going through but for right now it seems like just a whole of daddy issues and someone's gonna grow up right. and that's someone that's definitely him yeah Mad. <laughs> all right uh before i fully hand the to over to mine to find out what he's been up to uh did anyone else watch sing 2 or was it just me 
Oh, it's just you, but we want to watch it. Yeah, I've not seen that. (laughs) Not for me. Okay, well, all I want to say, yeah, it's good, it's fantastic, um, but I don't feel like it had, maybe because it's been done already, and like the first, like the first time around, it was like, oh, this is so cool, awesome, shiny new toy kind of thing. Uh, I'm going to give it a really solid free piece. The music in this is fantastic. Um, The characters are great. Um, you know, the voice acting is awesome. They introduce a couple of new characters that are pretty cool. Uh, yeah, man. It's it's just really well done. It. And obviously, the cast is stacked as always. Like, Bono's in it. Pharrell Williams is in it. Uh, Letitia oh, Wright's okay. in it. Uh, Eric Andre's in it. Uh, Nick Offerman. Bobby Cannavale. Scarlett Johansson. I keep forgetting she's in this, actually. Uh, yeah, Chelsea, the Porcupine. Yeah, Chelsea Peretti. Uh, Suki, uh, Jennifer Saunders. Nick, Nick. Uh, is Nick Kroll back in it? Is Nick Kroll? Yeah, Nick Kroll is playing Gunther. Gunther, yeah. Uh, fucking absolutely joke. Do you know what? Yeah, Gunther's actually so funny. Um, Turn Egerton. I keep forgetting that he plays Johnny, you know. Like, he actually, yeah. he actually smacks it. Like, he has a voice, you know. He can actually sing. Like, at one point, yeah, was, at one point when he was singing, I was like, he really sounds like Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran. I said Sheeran. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, bro, he's British as well. You should not be butchering his name. Ed Sheeran, man. I don't know. I've always said his name wrong. But um, yeah, Uh, man. I prefer that. I prefer that. I think I'm going to start referring to him as Ed Sheeran now. Fucking fantastic, man. Like, it's it's a very, very, very... But I think the first one just had that newness to it. Um, obviously this one goes like a different, a, a slightly different storyline, but it it was it was really well done, man. And I right. would, it's one that you can watch with the, like there was funny moments for the kids, there's funny moments for the adults. You know, there's a couple of little slight adult jokes thrown in there that the kiddies might not understand. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it was good. But I'll, I'll give it a solid three piece. But I needed just a little bit more oomph to push me over the edge. But again, it's hard to make something as great as the first one when you kind of know what's coming. Um, but yeah, Martin, fill us in on what you've been up to and then we'll go to Stevie. All right then. So to be fair, my week has been pretty boring until the last couple of days. Um, I got, well, Payday came along, so I got myself um, Spider-Man Miles Morales yes! on the PS5 and that game oh, man, freaking amazing. Oh my gosh. Awesome. I mean, the first Spider-Man game was was already amazing. I mean, I completed the game on um, the hardest difficulty and got myself a platinum trophy. I'm going to do the exact same Shit, thing man. with Miles Spider-Man. Um, but I'm really enjoying the game. I'm re- I really like the um, the different animated swing mechanics because he swings slightly differently from Spider-Man because he's so fresh into being Spider-Man. Um, the way he moves is a bit more. Um, What's what I'm looking for? A bit more fluid. Fluid? Is it a bit more fluid? No, it's, no, it's, no. It's, it's, it's more. It's um, it's like sloppy. <laughs> sloppy, yeah. Stop it. Stop it. It's probably the best way to describe it. Yeah, because he's just it's fitting into roles. So, um, so the way he swings doesn't is not as clean as he doesn't hit. He doesn't. It doesn't look like he hits um his swings as efficiently as Peter Parker does. Um. But combat is amazing. I like the fact that they've added his um his I think his bioelectricity abilities. Um 
so he can shock people now, which is really good. Um, Peter Parker definitely hasn't got that ability. He can go invisible as well, so it's great for stealth missions. Um, but also, it's nice that it's focusing on you know a pretty important character in the Ultimate Universe. And what I like about this game is that we're going to see a Miles Morales in the MCU eventually. So it's mm-hmm. a nice way of highlighting the character. And because we also have Into the Spider Verse, it gives us the chance to see more of Miles Morales as in who he actually is. Um, you know, his his story, his background, and then him as Spider-Man. Um, and try to fill in the boots of Peter Parker. Um, so yeah, the game is absolutely amazing. I give it a whole trick. Actually, I'll give it three piece. The reason I'll give it three piece is purely because it's a very short game. Um, I've played it for solidly two days now, and I'm now about 41% of the way. This is me collecting everything in between missions as well and doing the side quests and whatnot. Um, but it's fine because I know that in Spider-Man, the third um, Marvel Spider-Man game we get is going to be, you know, expanded. I'm sure it'll be a bit like GTA, where you go through GTA Five, where you go through playing both as Miles Morales and Peter Parker as Spider-Man. So we'll see how that goes. Um, is the game progression roughly the same as the other the old Spider-Man game, where you open up different bits of the city, or, or? Oh no! So the city is already fully accessible to you, but what's not accessible to you are suits. <clears throat> And abilities, those you, you get as you progress through the storyline and as you uh, level up your character. I think the best way it was put to me is it's more or less a DLC that they put out as a yeah. whole game. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, yeah. That, that, it, it, it definitely has that feeling. I mean, it's probably as long as maybe all three of the um, the City That Never Sleeps storyline. It's probably as long as those three um, stories combined. So yeah, short DLC. Mm. Hmm. Any short DLC, yeah. Is it, is, it, is it laid out in a way where, like, um, when you haven't got the the, the right suits, you can see mm. loads of stuff that you could potentially interact with, but you can't reach it or you can't yeah, do stuff yeah, with it. Like and then that. only once you actually get the suit, can you you be like, ah, I can go and do that. I can go yeah, do that quest now or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's got that. So um, you get suits to unlock as the further you progress in the story. Those mm. ones are hard locks, so you can't even see what it looks like. And there are others that are just extra costumes they have, like in the Amazing Sp- like like in the Marvel Spider-Man game. So those ones you can see what they look like, but you still need to get enough tokens or whatever it is in order to get them. Um, the suits also have their own special abilities, like in the like in the first game. So. Um, there'll be a, there'll be suits that have maybe a visor ability that allows you to say um, um, track enemies. Um, yeah, track enemies with a spider sense, even though they're behind walls and things like that. Yeah, um, nice. Yeah, so it's got random. It's got bits of bits of um, and pieces that you just have to match up in order to create your. Um, they will sort of suit the way you play, whether you're a stealthy guy or stealthy, like whether they like to play games stealthily, I should say, or whether you're more combat focused. Um, they're easily interchangeable as well to suit your uh, to suit the needs of the situation you're in. Yeah, nice. Um, yes, but like I said, I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm probably going to stream it after I complete the main story. After I complete the game, um, mm. I stream it on um, spectacular mode. I think that's the or ultimate mode. That's the nice. highest level of difficulty. Nice. Um, is um, also say ultimate. Um, the cha- it comes with challenges as well, like, like with the original um, <clears throat> uh, PS4 game. And once you hit ultimate, um, once you hit the ultimate um, objective, 
actually says, oh, wow, um, your ultimate Miles Morales and stuff like that, right? And I think it's really cool that they say that. And I'm such a nerd because the reason why I enjoy it so much is that Miles Morales is from the ultimate Spider-Man universe. So for me, I'm just like, oh, I love hearing that he's he's like ultimate Miles Morales and blah, blah, because, yeah, he's ultimate Spider-Man. So, yeah, that's yeah. really nerdy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so... This week as well, I I learned that actually I learned this on Friday that um my company wants us to go back into the office three days a week <laughs> after you know me enjoying my ass at home uh, for four <laughs> five days a week. Um, before we before um, Omicron, we were even working off and uh, working from home three days a week. So I don't understand why they're letting us work, you know, in the office now three days a week rather than you know it being just. Two days in the office, three days at home, but mm-hmm. fuck yeah, I just have to bite the bullet and go in, I guess, but I'm not happy. Three um, days in the office, now only two days on the PS5. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll play every day, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> just take the PS5 yeah. into the office. Oh, there's yeah. a, there was a, a, a series that I saw... Um, on, I think it was on Netflix, and it was about a load of nerd, like two nerds who who just spend most of their time in their in their bedrooms. They live in the same house, um, yeah. and and they just play online games constantly. Like live in an on- online game kind of like universe. Um, it sounds like it's like uni students during the first lockdown. Yeah. It's like, well, we can't go to then, now. What we do? Just now play games. They just blatantly <laughs> play their online game at work. They're always chatting shit to each other at work, and I'm like, "Fucking hell!" Imagine actually doing that. I I could not get away with like playing computer games whilst I'm at work. Jesus, that would be, yeah, that just wouldn't wouldn't happen. Wouldn't be possible. The coffee laptop doesn't even run it. (laughs) The coffee laptop (laughs) won't even be able to run anything besides Tetris. So what's the point? Um, (laughs) yeah, today, um, actually, so today, uh, oh, so I had date night with my girlfriend on Friday. That was pretty cool. We went to this restaurant in uh, Kingston called H-A-C-H-E, mm. or, or Hachi, uh, but I pronounce it H. I don't know how it's supposed to be pronounced. Um, or maybe Hake, whatever. Anyway, um, they do burgers, buffalo wings. Um, they do a whole series of cocktails as well, so none of that's a free to enjoy. Nice. Um, I had this sort of tequila uh, cocktail, so I mean, it was really nice, really strong. It definitely tastes tequila in that. Um, and they do some really good burgers as well. Um, so yeah, it was a really nice date night. Really enjoyed it there. Um, and today, um, met up with Nana. Um, and we went to um uh, NFL or American football uh, shop mm-hmm. where I picked up some nice gloves because I do need to get stuff. I do I did need the gloves because um, the pair that I currently own were sort of a bit battered. The grip. I could no longer like grip the ball properly on the gloves, so it was about time they, you know, they went down down the bin. Um, I've had those gloves; those were cutters, and I've had those for about four years now. So you know, it was oh, they were well <laughs> past their prime. So I picked up some new cutters, some new. I think they're the S3 Revolutes, and also uh, some nice Wilson gloves. So the Wilsons will be for you know everyday practice, and then the cutters would be for game day and yeah really happy with them they uh, together they came to about uh 50 pounds if i bought them individually online 
they would have been about £45 each. So, yeah, it was a bargain. And yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been up to. Hmm. Mm, sounds good, sounds good. Mr. Stevie. Oh, sorry, go on. I, I actually forgot to mention the anime that I've been uh, watching. Yeah, it's your, like, reams of anime, man, that you, <laughs> you watch every week. I know, right? So, um... I watched um, How a Realist Rebuilt the Kingdom, Season 2, Episode 3. Highly recommend um, everyone watch that. Um, Rust Eater Bisco, Episode 3. This is the part of the new slate of anime. Um, Tribe 9, Episode 3. This is the baseball one in the city. Um, Platinum End, Episode 15. Um, Genius Princess Guide um, to... I think it's uh, Genius Princess Guide to... Um, Getting a kingdom out of debt is the full title. I uh, watched episode three of that. It, again, is very, very similar to um, how Realist rebuilt the kingdom. And World's End Harem episode three. Um, in this episode of World's End Harem, it focuses on a completely different uh, character who's been, again, awoken from deep sleep after the virus has wiped all men out. Uh, only like a handful of them are left. So he's actually enrolled into, an, into a school that's obviously got all female um, uh, students there. And it's of him learning to trust people again because he's been bullied terribly um, before before um, the virus took hold. So now he's sort of learning to sort of interact with people again. It's a girl that he really likes, but obviously all the other girls around him are trying to sleep with him. So that too is funny. Um, so I think it's the fourth guy we've been introduced to. I have the third or fourth um, male character we've been introduced to but um, yeah so far I'm enjoying it and yeah that's it that's my uh, watch list nice uh, Mr. Steven you were getting very excited to talk about something before we press record what was that show <laughs> yeah no so I I, I, uh, I almost missed the beginning of this show because I was watching um, an episode of American Horror Story with my family um, we, we tend to have like, a, a for, for those of you who don't know, I've got, um, a 14 year old and a 16 year old and, um, we tend to sort of try and have something that we, we can all watch together and say like eat dinner and, and watch an episode or something. Um, and yeah, I can't remember what you, we, we, what we were working our way through, but, but anyway, we somehow ended up watching American Horror Story <laughs> on Netflix, uh, which is like seriously like a serious 18 watch but the kids have started getting into like horror movies and um this is fucking good like american horror story we watched the first um the kids watched the first season and they were like you guys have got to watch this can we watch season two together but the season two was like set in an, an insane asylum and um it was yeah it just it, it ticked Oh, so many boxes they they managed to cram so many different sort of like oh um like stereotypes in there um you know they had they had bloody face who was the killer they had they had aliens they had um a guy who was like a mad scientist who was like franken sort of almost like creating frankenstein's monsters um they had a possession by the devil or by a demon they had um oh they had so much stuff in there. It was and it was a, it was really good. Um, 
camera angles were really wonderful and um just there were so many moments yeah I, again I, I said this before no i'm no kind of film student i don't know my shit i don't know i just <laughs> I, I go and watch a movie and I, if i come out feeling like entertained i'm like that gets a that gets a, like a whole chicken or whatever you know um but yeah, I I could tell like there was stuff going on here where the whoever was directing it had put an awful lot of thought into the way they were kind of like laying out the scenes. And so we've moved on to season three, which is called Coven, and it's all about witches. And yeah. fuck, this is delivering. This is they are just every episode is riveting, and I, you know, I'm not getting bored at all. It is it is so damn good. If anybody's ever heard of this or considering watching american horror story there's like a shit ton of episodes um oh it's seasons like hold on how many seasons are there there's like six or seven seasons it's it's phenomenal that they, they they must have been going for ages i can't believe i've only just jumped on this like recently um Do you think eight- i can talk my wife into it who does not like horror stuff it's so no but it's not scary that's the thing it's like if you there on every boundary is crop yeah so there is no holes barred you know they deal with they've got extreme like body horror um you know the 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 makeup and and like prosthetics and stuff that they they use are phenomenal like really well done but it's you know like I wouldn't ever say that you're kind of like scared, okay. it's, but they're telling stories in every season. It's like, it's not just like one story They You're like, oh, they're going to have like a couple of episodes to tell this kind of like little subplot. And you're kind of like rooting for someone. And then they, they, they you know, all of a sudden they die and, it, and you're then going for someone. It, it, my wife's not into horror. Um, she does like, um, so if if your mistress is into like um, murder murder stuff, you know, like serial killer documentaries and stuff like that, um, then or like real life crime, then you know that's what my my wife's into, and she loves this. This is like totally up her street, but it's this is total okay. fiction, and it it's. I think <laughs> the thing about it is it's really just really good storytelling. Um, so give it a go. You know, if after honestly if you watch one episode and you're not hooked then it's not for you mm. but this i watched one episode and i was completely pulled in straight away after that you know like you were saying about the peacemaker like get over the first three episodes this is not nothing like that this is one episode and you are if it's for you you are bought into it and you you don't want to stop watching it's yeah. it's incredible so That's yeah it. this is i'm blown away that i've I'm uh, you know watching this and I've only only recently picked it up so yeah oh, great stuff man. yeah it's it's great yeah and and I I'm also very happy that I've you know like we need to watch the first season because the kids have seen that mm. but we still got like another five seasons to, to watch oh, that's long. <laughs> so it's well good yeah lots of stuff to watch <laughs> with the kids um what else have I been doing? Oh yeah, uh, so last week I was talking about getting the Apple TV Plus subscription mm-hmm. for like oh, five so months. So yeah, I got like five fucking months for free because I just happened to have a Barclay card credit card, yeah. um, and they they were like, "Hey, you you got a credit card with us? 
did you know you can get this like Apple TV Plus for for free for five months? Oh no, I didn't. Thanks very much. And I binged the absolute shit out of Foundation, um, which is a sci-fi series based on um, a book of the same name by uh, the prolific author um, Isaac Asimov. He is just one of my favorite sci-fi authors. Uh, I read the shit out of all of his books Mm -hmm. when I was a teenager, and this is them basically doing their version of his Foundation book. And initially I thought it would follow the story fairly similarly, but there are some quite stark differences between this adaptation and the actual book. But it's damn good, and it is. I was, yeah, I, I cannot wait for season two. They've got so many storylines to kind of like explore that all of the different foundation books go down, and I can see them like they're titillating me with all of the like possibilities. Me knowing how the actual story goes, and I'm seeing how they're telling this story, and they're like. They're just talking about, oh, there's, there's this, I mean, I don't want to give any spoilers away because it really, mm-hmm. you know, if, you've, if you're ever going to watch this series, there's some motherfucker spoilers, like motherfucker plot twists mm-hmm. that when I was reading the books, I was like, holy shit, I can't believe they, like, where did that come from? You know, like, so yeah, they, and, and I can see them just sort of like building it up to then drop these plot twists. Um and I mean, right at the beginning, they they gave a little bit of a, a like a commentary by from a certain woman saying, "Let me tell you a tale," and blah 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 blah. And she mentions a few key things mm. which you would you could easily forget about. And those things that she mentions are massive, like twists, like little plot twists that occur throughout the the, the, the storybooks. Mm. Um, but in this, they they explore the the, it's set in a, a when the galaxy is populated it's been going for like what well, i don't know 12 to fifteen thousand years um you know it's it, the milky way is completely like a vast empire and it's ruled by um an emperor called cleon who has realized that he can clone himself so when he dies his legacy continues by basically having three clones of himself ruling the emperor uh, empire at any one time. One of them's called Dawn, and it's a kid. One of them's called Day, and it's a, a grown man. And one of them's called Dusk, and it's an old man. And they cycle through these clones. So when, when um, Dusk dies, Day becomes Dusk, Dawn becomes Day, and they, they get a new clone as a kid brought in as a, as a little baby. Um and this has been going on for it's a yeah it's 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 just touched on um in the books and they really flesh this out in the in the series um and i really like it it's these loads of great little subplots and it helps you kind of understand the reason why the empire is dying because ultimately that's the premise this chap um called harry selden has has almost prophesied he's like a mathematician but a really advanced mathematician who's created a form of mathematics called um psychohistory where it helps him you because the galaxy's got so many so many people in it you can almost um plan you can predict what's going to happen 
based on the vast numbers of people. Um, so he has predicted, he's prophesied that the Galact the Empire will fall within, you know, like the next, I don't know, 500 years, and it will lead to a dark period of like 30,000 years. And he wants to stop it and reduce, he says, there's, we're not going to be able to stop the fall of the Empire, but we can reduce the dark period to just a thousand years mm-hmm. um, by creating this thing called the Foundation. And that's what the whole story is about. So you can tell that the story is going to span many hundreds of years. Um, but it, yeah, I mean, this in this first season, they just explore the beginnings of it and the the the, 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 the different emperors. And yeah, it's, it's really good. Watch it if you get a chance to do this. I give this a, a good like whole chicken. Uh, nice. But then I will give it a whole chicken because I'm a total sci-fi geek, yeah. and <laughs> this this ticks so many boxes for me when it yeah. And then it, it takes a box just because it's fucking Isaac Asimov's story. And I remember reading the book, and I was like, oh, I wish they would turn this into a TV series. And now they fucking have, mm. and it is good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, well, that's um, really Steve, good. Speaking of. Um... Uh, sci-fi series there was one you recommended a, a couple of recordings ago that I've forgotten but I really want to get involved in it um, do, do, do you me? remember what it was I, yeah. I can't remember what it was but you have you're kidding me right my brain is you like, a, like a, a, a very like ho- very very holy colander like you know like <laughs> I, I can't remember what I talked about last week really you know oh. <laughs> Let alone Honestly. two or three weeks ago. I have to, I have to look back on the episode, but um, I, I, yeah, I can't remember. I, I've watched lots of sci-fi though. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll message you later, man, when if I can find it. Um, yeah, I'll just, I'll just give you a comment watch list because I'm sure or something we've, um, or a sci-fi series we've recently finished watching because I'm a huge sci-fi fan. I know. I, I, I reckon I know what it is. It's probably called The Expanse. The Expanse, thank you. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, because oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that's, that's I highly, highly rate The Expanse. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, it started off on Sci-Fi, got to season three, and they canned it. And then Jeff Bezos said that he liked it so much that he decided <laughs> to buy it. Yeah, and just yeah, they basically they did. He did Amazon Prime did another three seasons, and it's so fucking good. It it was it's the first kind of sci-fi thing since oh i don't know what i'm going back to i don't know it it it's the first it's sci-fi series I, <laughs> or or star trek or i don't know about star galactica it, it was the first series i've seen for so long that just kept all throwing me curveballs and it's it's set in the backdrop of space and follow but then it's so much of it is about politics and about the way the you know like there's earth and mars and then like the belters who live in in the asteroid belt Uh. and they're they're all basically kind of warring against each other and the first season is like a murder mystery Mm. the second season is something completely different and it's so realistic you know like you you see a um you know spaceship flying through and you know they 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 have to slow the spaceship down in order to, to to make it stop it doesn't just fly to a destination and suddenly stop 
and you know if they go too fast they have to plug their bodies into like special fluid that helps them deal with all the g g force um it, it's the the concepts are really cool they're they're really that good cool as well that's how yeah. cool because because when he was described to me saying that there's a, a earth colony mars colony also earth is earth but it's a mars colony and then belters it reminds me so much of gundam because gundam has something similar to that where you've got um you've got earth versus mars and i mean there's mm. a link to that then you've got like a random say gundam uh facility somewhere that actually starts to i guess police both of them so that's what that's what that's what made me think about the expanse but i forgot I, the name just slipped my mind but no I, I wouldn't be surprised if they took some sort of inspiration from from the uh the, from from gundam because that that came way before didn't it but this yeah. is the, the 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 impression i got with this was just it you know it's set in in space but like it's not so advanced like um i don't know star trek where they can just jump in a starship and and zoom off to a destination they like have to consider all the factors that you know have to repair their ship they have to you know if they go outside they have to use like magnetic use mm. they activate them to, to walk on the side of the ship and you know yeah it's just this is a really good scene where i think i've said it before like where this guy this this speed racer guy goes racing from like jupiter around jupiter or something and mm-hmm. it, yeah it's a it's a very good scene it, it ends quite like catastrophically but um yeah it's it's cool very cool <laughs> cool <laughs> anyway uh what else have i been watching um well we talked about boba fett and dota oh i picked up um a few episodes and like a, another couple of episodes of Kipo and uh, Kipo and the or Kipo and the the Age of the Wonder Beasts. Oh yeah, Do you remember that show? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's like animation on on um, uh, what do you call it on Netflix? And um, I watched season one mm-hmm. ages ago, and I remember you guys talking about like season two, and uh, I was like, oh yeah, I need to get back on that, but I never quite kind of like. I got to an episode where the girl's Kipo's like arm turned into like a massive fucking like puma paw. She's part like beast. Beast, exactly, yeah. Which and I was, but then I never picked it up, and I I just like jumped back on an episode. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I just dropped this. You know, like (laughs) it's such a good show. It's it's so much fun. Um, And uh, and there's there's a season three as well, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, I, I need to, I need to carry on with that. Um, they're oh, quite short, oh, episodes, I think, as well. Mm. I didn't even watch season three. I've, I've, I watched the first two seasons. Mm. Maybe I'm gonna watch uh, season three for next week. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, season how long? They're like twenty three, ep- three, twenty three minutes an episode. Mm. Um, so for for me, if I'm having like a lunch break, it's quite like. Um, good because you know if i go in i'm working from home there's always like extra chores to do like yeah. put the washing on or hang it up and like you know clean the kitchen or things like that so if i like pop in for lunch i go and make myself lunch do some like washing and then I've got, like maybe 20 minutes to just like sit sit down eat some food mm-hmm. and 
and I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to watch an an hour's episode because I'll have to cut it, like, stop halfway through. Yeah. Um. So you know, Kipo is quite good for that. Quite handy. Um. Similar to like, uh, what is it? Comey can't communicate. Um, okay. Did you you guys seen that that any of that? No, yeah, I've seen it. I, I've watched the entire uh, season. Comey can't communicate is amazing. Yeah, I've, I've watched the first two episodes of that, and uh, but I haven't watched it for quite a few weeks. But again, that's like twenty twenty five minutes um, episodes, so it's not yeah. too. They're, you know, they're quite quick. Um, but it's yeah, I'm quite enjoying that so far. It's a bit quite quirky, um, but they kind of laid out how it's going to go. You've got to like make a like a, what a hundred friends or something like that. Yeah, um, that's the challenge. Um, what else have I been watching? Um, we finished. So me and the missus have been watching Gotham, um, and they've got like five seasons, and we've just been binging the shit out of it. And um, I keep falling asleep during it. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, the thing is, we kind of watch it like late at night, and it's not. I mean, it's it's okay, but it's it's not like anything special. It's it's fun to kind of go through, and I've been watching it. But season five has just felt a bit, just a bit fucking <laughs> like I don't know, just a bit shit. Um, anyway, I've I've basically um, pretty much I've got like the last episode to watch, which I I I kind of half watched whilst I was talking. This week I've had to be. I, if any of you don't know, my my grandmother passed away last year, mm-hmm. um, and me and my brother have been trying to sort out her her estate and sort of you know like inheritance and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and we there's a shitload of forms to fill in for the HMRC, and uh, so he phoned me up to go through some stuff, and the missus carried on watching the last episode. And I kept on like talking little bits, and I was like, "No, oh, no, I mustn't watch it. Mustn't watch it." <laughs> but uh, I think they kind of setting it up at the end of season five to be like, "Now this is like Bruce Wayne as proper Batman, like that we know as Batman, and all the all the character, like you know, um, Penguin isn't is grown up." more like the penguin that we the stereotype penguin that we know the joker's returned and you know like we've even had bane in season five um mm-hmm. you know it, so now it's almost like that i reckon i, I reckon that see the last episode is them going look we managed to wrap it up and get it to be sort of almost like a prequel to all of the batman movies that you now know mm-hmm. um yeah I don't know, who else has, have any of you guys seen Gotham? No, I remember yeah, like, I've definitely seen Gotham. Yes. watching like one episode and I was like, nah, this ain't really for me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, um, what about you, Wasteland? What have you thought of it? Um, so there's, a, I think if it would have stuck to being like simply a, a GCPD show and maybe a lot less of the rogues gallery in it, I think it would have had a lot better um, chance. Yeah, um, you felt like they milked it, didn't they, for everything that it was worth. Like, everything. Yeah. Like, by the it, time this kid becomes Batman, all of the Rose Gallery is going to be geriatric and, like, in a home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> and the amount of times that people died and got resurrected, like... Oh, like, gosh. I, I, I do remember turning to my wife and going, um, 
oh, that character's died. Yeah, they'll be back in a few episodes. It was like their way of putting a rogue in Arkham was killing it and bringing it back to life. It's like, just just put them in Arkham. Like, just just do that yeah. instead yeah, of... Get Doctor Strange <laughs> to, 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 to work, on, work their magic on them. Or just Jeez. send... Oh, what was it? Butch went into a, into a, um, into a swamp... <laughs> And then got resurrected um, yeah. after being in a swamp. Yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. So there's, I, I don't know. There's a lot of like of the actors, like the way they played the roles, were like honestly not not bad. Like it would have been cool to see yeah. him in like an actual like Batman series, you know, an of age Batman series. But um, yeah, I don't know. I it's, in the end, it's a stinky turd. Yeah, I didn't really rate um, Bruce Wayne that you know he as a kid as a little tiny innocent kid that you know in the first season great but then they tried to turn him into like batman like yes he needed to like hench up and <sighs> you know like properly go like i don't know he just looked too weedy and and they would make him do loads of sort of action moves and knocking people out and i'm just like but he's this little skinny kitty, you know, like they turned him into Bruce or like Batman, Bruce Wayne, like instantly in the mm. matter of like one season change. And it was like, that's gotta be earned a little bit. Like, mm. I mean, he was <laughs> so immature and everything else. And then all of a sudden it's just like, now he's like this, you know, adult, you know, Michael Keaton and yeah. Batman movie type guy. And I'm like, no, he can't do that yet. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I did enjoy the um, the the butler, um, uh, the yes. actor who played the butler. Alfred, Alfred um, was actually a very good Alfred. Alfred in this in the season. I mean, in the, in the Gotham seasons, um, that's the kind of um, Alfred I'd like to see in the new Batman film that's coming up. Mm. Just because someone who's more of a tutor um, as right. well. Right. They. I haven't. I've heard there's some positive with the Alfred series, and that just came to HBO. So I was going to give it a shot. There's an Alfred series. Yeah, Alfred Pennyworth. There's two seasons. It just moved oh, to. Really? Uh, it, yeah, it's on. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like him, and I think it's before he even worked for Thomas, and he's like a, a ex uh, agent, like secret agent y type guy, and they're kind of doing stuff. And I've heard really good things about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't get that. Oh, wow. Here, so. It's him like a, a young man, like mm-hmm. looking really suave and. Um, with like fantastic hair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that I was going to say here in the UK, we don't really get HBO. Yeah. But okay. Okay. Yeah. I was, well, it was on I, something I was else. Say, yeah. But I was going to say, I, I do have my sources to watch it. So, uh, <laughs> there I, you can, go. I can do that. Yeah. But also, <laughs> um, what I like about Alfred, Alfred is actually a lot more complicated than we, that, you know, people have previously thought because this guy has done like virtually every job, I think. So, so he's like ex-boxer um he's had some military service um he's done some shady stuff as well like like he used to rob places or whatnot so you hear a lot i mean i guess it depends on the writer in the comics um right how they write but i'm sorry um how they write alfred but alfred's like a jack of all trades really um so again without seeing um the alfred Painwell series it'll be interesting to see how he becomes so tamed i i i'd say um you know i'm you know actually looking after bruce wayne through everything really 
Yeah. yeah. Well, I th- I'll give it, it, it does have young Thomas. Like they're both like kind of, it seems like they're like almost like best buddies more or less. So uh, yeah. I don't know if that seems, I mean, might be the, how that all comes to be. And I mean, it might just be simply like, I mean, you get wore out being that, you know, badass for yeah. a period of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not long. Oh, I know. I, I mean, when I'm that badass all week long, uh, I just have to have a break at the weekend, you know? Right, but, right. I mean, like, I played football in high school, and now my knees are garbage, and I <laughs> probably couldn't play football anymore. All our knees <laughs> like, are garbage. <laughs> <laughs> knees being garbage is just, just is, is the rite of passage as a, as a person that played football. Yeah, it sucks though. <laughs> I mean, I saw I saw, saw none of a little burst of speed today. I was impressed. <laughs> yeah, I'm still recovering slowly but surely. Nice, mm. nice. Mm. Um, so yeah, uh, what, uh, the only other thing I've been doing this week is is making a model steam train, um, which I got for like ste- my birthday. Okay. Uh, uh, it's it's like um la- laser cut made out of like wood, and you just pop the pieces out, and it's got like no glue, but it's actually a proper like working train with oh. cogs. It's got like an elastic That's band cool. engine, and you know it's got a little train track you can put it on, and um you know the tender opens up so you can. It's got like you know a brake on it, and yeah, it's it's really cool. It's it's got like five or six hundred pieces. And it, it says on the box, like, estimated time, 14 hours build time. Oh, jeez. Like, yeah. Great. So, yeah. No, that's, I mean, it, it's the it's the, the first step towards, you know, like, um, they cost, I don't know, they cost about 60, I don't know, 50 or 60 quid um, in the UK. But, I mean, Man. like, my ideal thing would be to get, like, oh, what, the, like, the Lego test car. No, the Lego, what, Lamborghini you know, like sports car, mm. it's like what three or four thousand pieces, and it costs something like three hundred pound. Um, and it's fucking huge. I would love to build that one day. Well, when you finish that train set, I need I need a picture. You know, you know, I'm now becoming a train guy in it. So, oh man, yeah, I can show you some like development pictures. Basically, at the moment, it's like you just have to build all the little components. So I've I've spent fucking hours. Like putting cogs together, and you have to whack. You get like some candle wax with it. You have to wax all the cogs, and you you have to you get loads of little kind of like um, toothpicks that you have to use as like you put the pieces together, and you can put a little toothpick through, and then cut the toothpick down so that it it wedges the pieces in. It's it's very in depth, very like yeah. It's it satisfies the engineer in me where you. Know, but my, I've already managed to cut my finger and um, give us get a few like you know little bits of wood splinters and everything. I've just got weak accountant hands. That's the problem. <laughs> I spend too many hours of my day typing on a keyboard and clicking a mouse. But when I actually do like proper physical work, my my hands and fingers are like fuck you. Mm. <laughs> but it's great fun. It's good fun. Nice, nice. All right, so Wasteland, like, how did you get into streaming? Where did you start? What is your story? Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, uh, streaming-wise was... um, Before that, I had a podcast that I did, 
and I really enjoyed having that creative like outlet to do that. Um, and it was really enjoyable, but my podcast depended on the guest and guests don't care about your thing as much as you ever will. And it became an issue where I just wouldn't get responses for like a couple weeks and I'm trying to like get episodes out consistently. And so I was just kind of like, okay, this isn't working. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm very into gaming and I've always, I've been watching streamers for a while and, uh, I don't know. It's just like this. I mean, I'm decent at games a lot of times, and so I just you're, you're, like, you're more than decent. You're more than decent. <laughs> you, you make you make like I I'm not a souls person, so I can only go off the backs of what the other guys over at Nerds the podcast say. Um, but you do sometimes make video games look very easy. Like, what was that weird game with the like little alien that you could like upgrade and stuff? The little creature. There's like Biomutant or something like that. Oh, Biomutant? Oh, that's the, yeah. That's yeah. what game I need to get. You made that game look so easy. And I've seen people online saying that it was a bit hard. And you just smashed oh, really? it like in <laughs> seconds. Like every oh, boss yeah. was killed that was like a very first easy try. game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. It just gave me something to kind of do as a hobby. Um, I... I'm unable to have kids and so I don't have to worry about that and just as like I don't know it's something I like to do and it's kind of like the evolution of a next step up in it I guess and it gives me just that like outlet to do extra things attached to it and so I just kind of been enjoying it um I don't go hard like full-time streamers I still work a full-time job and you know I can only dedicate so much time um to you know the other elements that are outside of just the gameplay part but uh-huh. um yeah i mean jeez what 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 else is there wait, uh, wait when, uh, when, how, how long ago <laughs> did you start streaming so how long have you been like, streaming for? um i want to say it was probably like november so just uh, probably over a year maybe like 14 months i think mad and you you also start yeah. to come a bit of a TikTok celebrity with your beard. How, how's that going? <laughs> yeah, so uh, so I'm a uh, I became an ambassador for a beard oil company that I've been using for over five years, and I was oh, just wow. like think I was thinking of stuff for like my channel that would kind of elevate like you know, I try to look as professional as possible. So it's like, what's one of the things that helps? Well, you know, have like your own promo code from a company. Um, I believed in their product, reached out to them. They're like, yeah, well definitely. And so I got a promo code and I'm an ambassador for them or whatever. And, um, with that, I, uh, try to post some beard stuff every once in a while on my socials. And, um, I'm, I'm not one of those like flashy, uh, makeup humor type of streamers. Mm -hmm. Like I stay myself the whole time. So I don't have like the content for um for TikTok and YouTube where like you know I'm like this is how you turn on a computer yeah. you know like <laughs> click here click there like everybody does that stuff I, I just don't have time for it because I still work um so yeah with TikTok like the best way to get people to really um to really get your name, you know, out there more is just to keep having content rolling. So 
my newest thing was I, I take six pictures, three of an actor where he's clean shaven. And then I take three where they have a beard and I just been saying beards are better mm-hmm. and doing, you know, part one, two, three, whatever. And like my second or third one, just kind of, I mean, it's not a lot if you look at TikTok as a whole, but I like got 67,000 plus views on it. And then all my other ones have been sitting at like 5,000 plus here lately. So it's been doing good with that little segment. And then I throw gaming clips from my stream in there just to kind of get maybe some new eyes, but always have con- content that's easily reachable and I can get done quickly that still has like, you know, my stuff out there. So that's kind of one thing I've been working on lately with that, just to have that. And then now I opened up a big can of worms joining the nerds because I'm going to, I know me, I'm going to want to push everything i can for the yeah. nerds you know uh now that i'm part of it i uh i already started them a tiktok up i already yeah. got a couple on there I you know um you, first have you heard of the the um the, the band called the beds no no i don't think so oh you guys have got to check them out they're fucking funny <laughs> they they've got a um they, they've got a song that's called if you're if your dad's not got a beard, you've got two mums. <laughs> yes. Wow. It's so, it's, in there, every song is about beards and how great oh, beards yeah. are. You, you need That's to check great. them out, man. But I'm looking at the size of your beard, and surely you you deserve to, to listen to this <laughs> band. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I've been doing the bearded thing for a while, for sure, so... I'm all about that stuff. That's funny though. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. yeah I'll definitely yeah. look that up. It might be even uh, something I can uh, do I'll like a you, I'll thing I'll, on. Yeah, I'll ping you a message. I'll show you. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just uh, you know, that's the the streaming thing is. It's been a really fun thing to do, and um, it's got its ups and ups and downs, and it, there's you know an art to it that mm. I kind of. You know, like I at first I was going to Facebook gaming to try that, and then I went back to Twitch. And then there's like last December, I just had like family stuff and I wasn't consistent on streaming. And then you lose like, you know, your viewership dies, yeah. just dies so fast. Yeah. And well, you, it's, at least it's you great. have a viewership, <laughs> you're doing good. <laughs> We're struggling out here. Yeah, it's uh, it takes a lot of consistency. Um, and uh, another thing is like, unfortunately, like a big key is playing the same game over and over again, mm-hmm. or at least a game that's exactly the same as a game you play a lot of. And me, I'm a uh, love to play like a Dark Souls type game, but then I love playing like Apex Legends, like Battle Royale stuff too. <laughs> And they don't go together, so that's. I had to stop streaming one or the other, and that uh, ended up being the apex thing because mm. I'm just not like I'm good, but I'm not a I'm not a professional, and that's what people watch. So yeah, no, that's fair. So what is your Twitch handle so people can find you? Uh, so my Twitch just uh, changed from Wasteland Batman to just Wasteland. So yeah, you can go to twitch.tv slash wasteland the e is a three or the easiest thing is to just go to linktree and do wasteland uh it's linktree slash 
wasteland again the three is an e and that has links to all my social stuff i have including my new merch and some beard oil oh, a beard oil link Wait, what new merch? The, don't uh, tell me don't tell me the t-shirts i've got outdated already oh for sure dude i just dropped new stuff the other day Bay. <laughs> I'm too poor to get new merch. <laughs> I still want a hoodie, actually. So maybe I'll get a hoodie of the new merch because I, I still want a hoodie. I like hoodies. They got a cool like windbreaker jacket that looks kind of dope too. Nice. I don't know. I I try not to buy my own merch too much. And <laughs> <laughs> right, if anyone wants uh, to like listen to you giving your opinions on video games and movies, where is the new home for Wasteland now? So yeah, I'm. I haven't actually. I've always been a guest on a few um, pop culture type uh, podcasts, but never actually uh, been a host. And I'm officially a host or nerds the podcast. You just it's just N E R D S. Um, very simple, um, and it's it'll pop right up. I've I've just subscribed. Oh, excellent! That's awesome. Wait, off the yeah, it's a, it's kind of off the cuff, kind of you know. We just do our weeks. Usually, pick up some news, and um, it's always been kind of like with with Aaron and Jesse. They're more like very pro Marvel, hate on DC, and mm-hmm. then they're both PlayStation slash PC guy. And so I told them I'm, before I joked, I was like, "Man, you guys need to add an Xbox DC guy for sure." And it's just mm. you know. They're like, you know, we've been wanting to have a third and this just works perfect. So, mm. <laughs> which I do play PC too, but yeah, we'll keep no, that out. Dope, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you very much for joining us. I'm definitely going to be having you on the Batman episode that drops. Oh, when, yes. I can't remember when that drops. When does that drop? February 20th? 20th? March. Oh, March. Okay. That completely off. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll I will be taking off offer. work. And I will be watching it a lot. Mm, so you're going to be the expert. Yeah, you can break it down for us scene by scene as we go along. But no, once again, yeah. man, dude, thank you very much for having us, uh, having us, for coming on, man. It was <laughs> awesome chatting to you. And uh, I look forward to speaking to you again on a podcast. And I will probably be catching in your streams um, later on. Uh, I'm probably going to be That's streaming it. once I've edited this episode and posted up. I'm going to be playing some Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, I will probably start Pokemon Arceus tomorrow so I can just have a, a clean slate. So, uh-huh. yeah, Wasteland, thanks for joining us. Say goodbye to the people. Goodbye, everybody, and thanks for having me, guys. Stevie, say bye to the people. Bye, people. Martin, say <laughs> bye to the people. Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Bye bye now. <laughs>